good? All right. Um, what's up, everybody? It's good to see you guys. Uh, I don't have a super awesome uh, poem for you guys like Beto did, but I um, just want to share something short with you guys. If you, could, if you guys could follow me to John chapter 15. John chapter 15, verse 5. It says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Verse 6. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Let's pray. Father, we thank you again for the opportunity for us to come together again and uh, just putting together all of this, God, for us to be encouraged by one another's faith, God. And I just pray that you would open up our hearts and our minds, that you would speak uh, through me and to my brothers and sisters here, God, in the name of Jesus. Amen. So um, don't worry, guys, this is not going to be a 30-minute uh, uh, Bible study, just something very, very short for you guys. Um, but uh, the, 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 whole, the whole context behind what's happening here is that Jesus is telling his followers, hey, uh, I'm, I'm a vine. Like, if you guys look outside, you see a tree, right? Think of, like, the, 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 the trunk with the roots. Like, he's talking about, like, that, that's where, like, the source of life, where the, the, the leaves and then the fruit comes out of a tree. Uh, and he says, you're, you're the branches, right? And if we see how a tree works, right? Like the branches are connected to it at all times. Like it, it doesn't like, it's like, oh, it's 5 p.m., 10 o'clock out and like stop being a branch for the day. Like it's just like, uh, it's always connected. And, uh, and this is what Jesus is getting at is I, I understand that maybe, maybe not every second, every hour of the day, we're just always constantly reading the Bible or, or praying or, or whatever, uh, but really about a, a habit, a, a lifestyle of remaining attached to the vine. Um, and the reason I share this with you guys is because um, I personally struggle a lot with the, the, just the concept of uh, discouragement in, in my own life. You know, I, I see sometimes what might be happening in, in other uh, churches or uh, just I see the Bible and I'm like, dude, like, how did these guys do it? Like, how, like, what, what's the missing ingredient? What's the missing link here? I, I don't understand, you know? Um, and just time and time again, God is like, well, because you're trying to do things your way. You're trying to do things out of your strength. You're trying to help people and, and do all these things. And it's like, but are, are you remaining in the vine yourself? Am I, am I personally maintaining a relationship with God? Or is, is my quote-unquote relationship with God is simply based on the fact that I'm going through something and I need help? Or, or the fact that, um, hey, this situation is... is totally out of my control in my life, and that's why I'm going to God. Not that it's wrong to go to God for any of these things, or, or like we learned uh, earlier this morning, whether it's something uh, material, like, like hey, like, I just, you know, uh, my dad's sick, or whatever it might be. You know, I'm, I'm not saying that it's wrong to go to God with these things, but when that's the basis behind why we go to God, the only reason behind why we go to God, instead of maintaining uh, a, a good relationship with him the way we're supposed to, abiding in the vine, you know, um, that's when I start to realize, like, well, no wonder, no wonder I don't see us making more progress. No wonder, no wonder I don't see more, more transformation happening in our lives from the inside out. No wonder, because maybe, you know, this missing ingredient, the missing link, whatever you want to call it, 
is simply me not abiding in the vine, you know? And I think about if you guys have read the book of Acts, and I'm like, man, like, these guys were, like, healing people left and right, and we just see, like, you know, in one day, 3,000 people get baptized, and, like, just all of these different things, and I'm like, where is that at, you know? And I become discouraged at times, but then God is like, well, you're not abiding in the vine, no wonder. Like, and Jesus makes it very clear, and he says, apart from me, you can do nothing. And he's talking about spiritual things. You know, like I, you, you can you can put together a weekly meeting and and you can, you know, bring coffee and you can set up the chairs and you can have the nice lights and you can have the best music or whatever. But if none of us are abiding in the vine, then Jesus is like, you're not you're not going to be able to do anything. And again, talking about spiritual things, spiritual transformation, just seeing one person be become something completely different than than what they once were. And, um, and this reminds me of, uh, if you guys have ever read the book of Psalms in chapter 1, um, I just, I just want to read really quickly to you guys. Um, it's real short. It says, Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. Not so the wicked, they are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. Like this is crazy. Like right here, we're, we're, we're being told almost like something identical to what Jesus says. He's like, yo, like, if you abide in God, if you meditate on the law of, of the Lord day and night, you know, just the way a, a tree branch is attached all day, day and night, and then the next day, day and night, it's attached, right? Then we'll personally be like these trees that in due time, they will bear fruit, that you will see the evidence of what they're connected to, of the, of the source of life that they have. And... Um, We've uh, on Wednesdays we've been going through the uh, this series titled uh, Titans of Destruction, and we've we've looked at these different uh, titans or, or giants in our lives that uh, that could really destroy us. We've looked at uh, fear, doubt, idolatry, and uh, and just a sneak peek for this Wednesday, we're going to be looking at the Titan of Discouragement, and we've learned uh, what the Bible says about. Uh, just each of these things and, and, and how we defeat these titans in our lives. Uh, but sometimes before we get ready to go to battle to defeat this titan, we have to train, we have to prepare, just, just kind of like, uh, you know, the, the, the great stories from back then. There's, a, there's that hero that he has to go through that process where he, he learns how to be a hero and he, he gets trained and everything. And, and, and eventually he goes on to fight, you know, his greatest battle or whatever. Uh, and, and in the same way, that, that's kind of how it works for us. Like, yes, on Wednesdays we come again, we learn all of these things. But what are we doing in between? You know, are, are we getting ready personally to slay these titans in our lives? Or, or are we just waiting for the moment to come where, like, they show up and we're like, well, I wasn't ready. You know? And I think that uh, it's a wake-up call, at least for myself. Um, because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm up here, you know, constantly uh, teaching you guys and everything. But, you know, I think, like, man, like, if, if only I were as consistent as, like, a tree, you know, as, as silly as it might sound, if I were just that consistent day and night. But there are days where I wake up and I'm just like, 
Uh, I'm just gonna get ready for work instead. I'll, I'll listen to some worship music on the on the way uh, to work in the car, or you know, I might think like, uh, like I just got back from Chick Fil A on Thursday, like. I pray tomorrow morning, you know, and then it's just like this cycle that just perpetuates itself, and it's just like, and then and then and then I realize I'm like I'm like discouraged or whatever it might be, and and then it's like I get a slap in the face, and it's like, well, yeah, you you're not you're not remaining in the vine, like obviously it's gonna start happening because when you start doing things out of your own strength, it's not gonna go well. Like Jesus said, apart from me, you can do nothing, and uh, and so I just wanted to share that with you guys and 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 remember that um, not only um, are, are we called to this? But as as we do this, we're we're reminded of the things that that God has saved us from. You know, uh, Beto's Beto's poem has reminded me um, of my personal sin struggles and and where where God has led me in my life. And, and I think I'm like, man, like, you know, the the moments where I've experienced the most growth were a result of me just spending so much time in in God's word and in prayer and in seeking the things that He calls me to seek. You know, and um, and sometimes it feels like, man, like, well, how much more can I grow? And then God's like, come on, dude, really? Um, but nonetheless, I, I, I want to bring us to this challenge. Like, you know, I, I, I say this often, you know, God, God didn't save us to, to show up to a weekly meeting. He didn't save us uh, to, you know, wear I Love Jesus t-shirts. Like, he saved us to turn this world upside down. And, I, and I'm convinced that he can use us to do it. Because we, we see that he used these 12 very unlikely guys who were fishermen and tax collectors and just the outcasts of society were the kind of people that he used to bring his hope into the world, you know? Like, these were men who, take Peter, for example, you know? He, he comes up to Jesus. He's like, I ain't ever going to leave you, Jesus. And Jesus is like, hey, there's going to be a time where before the rooster crows three times, you're, you're going to deny me three times. And sure enough, that moment came. But then after we see Peter, he dies an honorable death. And he dies for what he said he saw. He dies for something that, that he's like, you know what? At first I doubted, but then I saw this guy die. And then I saw him come back to life. And I can't deny that. And we see moment after moment of, of these individuals who, who we see as, quote, unquote, heroes of the faith. Who, who, who died for what they said they saw. And they left a, a great example for us. Why? Because, I mean, maybe they had, a little, they had it a little easier because they literally walked and talked with Jesus like for like three years in a row before, you know, uh, they, they went out in, in, into the world uh, to, to proclaim the, the good news about Jesus Christ. But, but nonetheless, like, the, I mean, what's changed? The Bible is still the Bible. God is still God. The good news about Jesus Christ are still the good news about Jesus Christ. Maybe it's us. Maybe maybe we're uh, not acknowledging this missing ingredient. You know, I've always seen Bible reading and prayer and all of these things. Like it's just like this checklist. Like it's just, just these things that Christians do to make sure that that they're that they're doing okay. You know, when in reality, I don't I don't think we realize the the hope that we're called to. And that's one of my prayers for for myself and for a lot of us for us to know the hope that we have been called to. You know, I, I see just, again, in, in the book of Acts and in the Bible, just all of these transformed lives, people who, who were at one point just just this completely just broken person, people like the Apostle Paul who would persecute and murder Christians, to all of a sudden going around preaching to people about the, the, the very Jesus that, that they wanted nothing to do with, you know? And I'm convinced that God can use us. He can use me. He, he can... He can use whoever is willing, whoever abides in the vine. 
to preach the good news to, to these people. And because what, what happens when we're not abiding in the vine, when all we do is, is, is live out this cultural churchianity of like, hey, I'm just going to show up once a week and, you know, just kind of just do my thing the rest of the time. People are missing out. These people driving past us down the street, these people living next to us in, in, in these houses, in these apartments, you know, the, the, the people that, uh, that we work with, the people we go to school with, our, our family members in, in, in another country maybe, they're missing out because we aren't abiding in the vine, because I'm not abiding in the vine. And that's very serious because when, I mean, we, again, we heard it this morning, each and every one of us has an appointment with death. I'm not trying to guilt trip or scare you guys in any way, shape, or form, but it's a reality. We all have an appointment with death, and, and, and I would love for us to, to, to share with people the, the certainty that we, that we have that when we die, it's not the end, that even though we're separated from God for, because of our sins, that God sent his son to save us. He sent his son to die a bloody death on a cross where he paid for every last sin that separates us from him. He forgave us through his death, and through his resurrection, if we simply trust in Christ. And um, I don't know where, uh, where we might stand with, with God today. Um, I don't want to make these vague, you know, statements. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe you're like this today. Maybe, like, you guys know where you stand. I'm just going to be real with you guys. You guys know where you stand. I know where, where I stand. And um, maybe if you're not doing so well with God, today's the day. Maybe you've never had a relationship with God. I want to tell you, today is the day. Like the Bible says, literally, today is the day of salvation. Tomorrow's not guaranteed for anybody. And let me tell you guys, there's something beautiful in being able to be like, you know what, God? I have failed you, and there's absolutely nothing that I can do to make it right. No amount of church attendance, no amount of prayer, no amount of Bible reading, none of it I can do to make it right. Except trust that Jesus did it all for me, that he paid the price for me, and that he rose from the dead. That's what we're left with. Looking outside of ourselves and saying, hey, it's been done for me. Jesus did it for me. Let's pray. Father, I thank you again for this time. I thank you so much for, for your love, your goodness, your kindness, and your mercy. And I'm sorry, God, that I... Uh, and I fail you that uh, even though we're all supposed to be an example to one another, that I, uh, I am the, I'm, on, I'm in the spotlight, I guess you could say, God, leading uh, these young adults. And I just, I just pray, God, that, uh, that you would forgive me. That you would forgive me for, for not abiding more in the vine the way I should, God. Not, not to uh, check off a box, off a checklist but so that I may live out the hope, God, that you have called us to, God, to be the light of the world, that people may look toward us and say, man, those people really follow God. They're not just yet another church in the city of Downey. I pray, God, that you would just bring conviction into our hearts, God, and, and that you would move us to, to abiding in the vine, God, that, that you would place desires in our hearts to be able to tell one another, hey, let's, let's read this together. Let's read that together. Let's be consistent. Hold each other accountable for what we do or don't read together. Help us, God. Please, godly people around us that love us enough to tell us, hey, man, if you're not abiding in the vine, you can do nothing. 
Place people in our lives, Father, who love us enough to remind us, God, that we are loved. And that we are to abide in you each and every day, Father, like a branch of a tree. I thank you and I praise your name, God. In the name of your Son. Amen.